What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Anacreates Podcast. My name is Alex Krotz, and it's nice to be back. So if you've been listening to this uh, more sequentially, then you may have noticed that I haven't posted for a few weeks, and that has been due to just needing to take some time off, needing to take basically some mental health time. If you listened to my last episode, which was a couple weeks ago, it was about burnout. It was about being burnt out, about feeling burnt out. And I didn't really say I'm going to be taking some time off, but if you had listened to that and you noticed that I wasn't posting, you could probably figure out, you could probably put the the two together. So I was at, uh, when I stopped, I was doing two videos and a podcast a week. So that's three major pieces of content a week, basically. And I decided to, I needed to stop. I needed to take a break. Um, and so I really need to focus one on myself. I needed to take a little bit of a break for my own sanity and just, you know, relax the cottage, enjoy the summer, enjoy just doing things that weren't, uh, making content. Cause it, it felt like that was all I was doing. And that was all I was thinking about. And it just, it had been six months straight of that. Um, and I just couldn't really, I felt like I wasn't doing the other things that I wanted to do. So I needed to take some time off for that. Um, but it's good to be back now. I'm, I'm really excited. And that's, what we're going to talk about today, finding that refreshing thing. What refreshes you? What do you like to do that refreshes you? It's, it's so, so important to find that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, but first off, I just want to talk a little bit about what I did, my biggest thing. And then we'll talk about the requirements or not requirements, but but things to help you find something that refreshes you. If you're feeling a little bit burnt out, if you're feeling like you need a break, there's things that you can do to take a break that actually give you a break. And there's things that you can do that don't really give you much of a break. And, uh, I'll talk about that in a second. So anyway, it's good to be back. Once I took some time off and, and wasn't feeling like all I had to do was produce content. All I had to do was just make these videos, make these podcasts, which I love doing, but it was getting to a struggling point where I was struggling. I was, I was having a hard time coming up with topics to do. I was, I have a list of them, but every time I would go to record them, I would just feel like this isn't the right topic or I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to approach it, or I just didn't have the energy. I didn't have the, the excitement in doing it anymore. Um, and I just, I knew that I just needed to take a time off. I just needed to take a little bit of a break. The other thing is, is that in a creative thing, and, and I guess part of me is preempting the fact that this is going to happen more often because in a creative field like this, where I have to make music and I have to make the content and everything surrounding that, everything I do is very creative because I have to make music and I have to be active in the music industry, which I am, but then I have to still remain doing that to then be able to make the content to share with you guys and to help you guys. And I have to stay up on different trends and up on researching different things and learning myself. The, the whole point of this is not only to teach you guys more things, but also to learn myself. I push myself into different things that I want to discover. And so I can learn uh, with my knowledge, I can learn more and then share it all with you guys. So part of that is that you have to remain active and you have to actually be making music when you are so focused on making content around the techniques that you're using around those things. You sometimes can forget about making the actual music around that side of creating. So part of me as well needed to take some time off to revigorate and rejuvenate my interest in actually making music. <laughs> and that sounds weird, but it's true. I needed time to really be able to focus and to be able to spend a day or two and just play guitar and work on tracks and work on songs and work on some mixing for people where it wasn't a, okay, I have to mix this to get it off the list so that I can get back to finishing this video that I have to put out on Friday. That's not what I wanted to do. And that's, that's where you start getting burnt out and just have to get things off the list. 
and creating isn't about that. Creating is not about getting things off a list. You have to make sure that you're not just doing it for the sake of checking it off. You have to actually really like it because that's part of the point. And I do really like it. I love creating. I love making music. I, you know, I, I, when I'm not doing it as much as I should, I get really down. I don't enjoy anything else really as well. So I was getting to that point and I knew that I needed to take a break to, uh, refresh myself basically and allow myself to create, allow myself to have a day where I either created, worked on music or a day where I just went and laid in a hammock and read my book for a day. You know, that's totally fine, but you need that refreshment. And when I was busy, really, really busy trying to make three big pieces of content a week and edit it all. And I'm a one man show over here as well. So like I'm doing all of the things I'm filming, I'm coming up with the content, I'm filming it, I'm editing it, I'm importing it, I'm dealing with all the footage, I'm dealing with all the stuff involved with this, I'm doing all of the promotion, I'm doing all of the management of all of the channels, all that kind of stuff. And it's, I'm not saying this to be like, oh, look at me. I'm just saying that it's a lot of stuff. And when you're occupied dealing with this, um, you know, you don't have a lot of time to spend a whole day making a track if you want. Uh, and, and that was what I kind of had to do. And I had to go, okay, this weekend I'm going to not do anything with content and I'm just going to make music. I'm just going to work on a new cover. I'm just going to work on a track. Um, and I'm a songwriter as well. I'm a producer. I like to work with clients. I work with a lot of different clients, mixing, uh, editing, production, all that kind of stuff. And the same thing applies. I need to have time to ponder these ideas and to ponder the productions and to ponder what's going on. But when you're so occupied with so many different things, it gets really tough, especially when they're all very related. Um, I find a lot of people, and I used to have this as well. It was a lot easier when I went to work and I worked and then I would come home and then I'd work on my other productions because it was a change of pace. But right now I'm making, you know, I, I make a cover song and I'm thinking about the content while I'm making the cover song. I'm also thinking of what I'm filming to make other content around it. I'm thinking of how I could use it. I'm thinking of trying to get as much out of this stuff as possible. So I haven't actually been able to, you know, you don't sit down to create for just the sake of creating, to just go, I'm going to write a song today and I'm going to put it on Spotify and that's it. I'm done. Um, which is great. I love doing that. I love to be able to do that. And I just needed some time to basically do that kind of an approach to making music again, to be able to create. It's all about creating. We all love doing it. And I needed to reconnect a little bit with that. And I just needed, uh, needed some time. So that is one of the things that I needed to, that's, that's what happened. And I needed to take a break and now I'm back and I'm, I couldn't be more excited. I'm more revigorated. I'm more rejuvenated. I'm more excited than ever for content. Um, and I'm going to talk about that because I, it was, it's interesting. I took a break and for about a week I did basically no creative things. I did not quite a week, but I didn't want to mix. I did some editing. I was doing editing for people, um, and some other stuff that I had on the go. And I, that was fine. Um, but I wasn't feeling like writing a song. I wasn't feeling like playing guitar. I wasn't, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I wasn't really even into mixing. I was just, I had no creative energy. And so I took a week where I didn't worry about it. I edited if I had clients that needed editing and stuff like that. But other than that, I would just kind of relax. I wasn't worried about stuff for myself. I was more interested in other things that weren't music. I was more interested in my, my other passions that I have, my other interests. So I was spending some time at the cottage. I was doing a lot more outdoorsy stuff. I uh, was doing a lot of fitness stuff. I was allowing myself to read. I read a bunch of books. I, you know, those are things that are important to me. Learning is important to me, all that kind of stuff. And that's what I allowed myself to do. After about a week, 
I started to feel more energized and I started to feel like, oh yeah, okay. And then as I was going for walks and I would, I, I love walking. I walk a lot and I was in nature. I was at the, at my cottage and I was just, you know, walking in the woods, all that kind of stuff. And that's where I ponder. That's where I think of ideas. That's where I let my mind go and just try and come up with thoughts or let my mind come up with thoughts. I should say that are related to content or whatever else. I just let my mind wander. And, um, that's really a big thing. Scatter focus and not actually trying to focus on something, but just letting your mind do what it does best, which is think after about a week of not trying and not doing anything and my brain was just shut down it was not coming up with anything I would go for a walk and just kind of be in nature and it was almost like meditation in a way um after about a week of that I started to not even not pushing it but it would just happen I would come up with different ideas I'd come up with series that I want to do I'd come up with updates to my website I'd come up with different videos I'd come up with different podcast ideas I started thinking of different cover songs that I wanted to do and how I could do them and different approaches to that and different things that I could try and even from a technical standpoint how I could change up my filming how I could change up my editing style just different things that I had to do and um you know, that's when it started to come back. I didn't push it. I didn't want to push it. I wanted it to go naturally because as soon as I start pushing, that's when it stops coming. So I, I wanted it to come naturally. I wanted to just have it happen. And I would capture those ideas, but I wouldn't, unless I was really excited about them and wanted to pursue it, I wouldn't force myself. And as soon as I was, you know, kind of like, oh, I don't really feel like doing this anymore, I'd allow myself to just, no, okay, fine. You're done for now. If it was 10 minutes, if it was three hours, if it was a whole day, if it was have two minutes to write down the idea and that's it. That's fine. And then I let my, so I let myself do that for a while. And then one of the biggest things that ended this, this whole thing off was I went on a canoe trip and this is something that I do every year, um, with my buddy and it, it's so rejuvenating to me. So I was starting to work on content. I was starting to work on some updates, some, some things that I have coming for you guys, which I'm very excited for. I was starting to work on that, but it was still slow. It was still, you know, it took because I, because of the, uh, the scale at which I was burnt out, I think it took longer to really recover, to really allow myself to recover. And I wanted it to be natural because I didn't want to force myself in too fast to burn out again, fast again. You know, I really, I'm like, I got to change some things. I don't like how this happened to me. Um, but this is a lesson to everybody because people go through this and they don't realize it. And even though I'm well aware of burnout and I'm well aware of this happening, I'm still not very good at catching it sometimes. And so I was to a point where I needed extra time. I needed to just let that happen. And right at the end, so, so I went on a canoe trip and this is one activity that I, you know, looking back, I can see now it always helps. It's amazing how much it helps. It helps rejuvenate me and it really helps refresh me. And people need to find their own thing that, that does this for them. And I'll explain why the canoe trip does this for me, because I find it really interesting. And I think that there's some valuable lessons, whether it's a canoe trip for you or not, that doesn't really matter, but the principle of it is the same. So for me, uh, it was a week long canoe trip or six, six day long canoe trip. And it was in Algonquin park. If you're from Canada or, or Ontario, you'll, you'll know Algonquin park. And so it was a, uh, you know, backcountry camping. We're in the middle of nowhere. Cell phones don't work technology. You know, you're, 
you're carrying the the battery pack to be able to charge anything. You know, there's there's nothing there. You have a you have you know a, a little notebook to write stuff down and and a book. Um, but it's you know you're canoeing, you're portaging, you're you're setting up camp every day. And and we did like a loop, so we would go every day canoe to to a campsite, set up, do our thing that day, and then the next morning tear down camp, canoe and portage to the next lake that we were staying at. And sometimes that was a lot of canoeing and a lot of portaging and, and set up the, the next site. And every day we changed sites every day we moved. Um, so, you know, doesn't matter if you understand that or if you do this, that's not the point, but what happens for me is by doing this, I am in a different environment. I'm not with my computer. I'm taking a real break from what I do every day because typically I sit here, <laughs> if you can't see me, but I'm in my studio and I sit here every day at the computer and I basically go outside, I go for walks, I do my thing, but everything revolves around my computer. Everything revolves around coming up with ideas, all the notes, the sheets with notes on them for ideas and all that kind of stuff. And I sit here to film my videos. I sit here to mix. I sit here to edit. I do all this kind of stuff. So it was nice to be in a different place. Um, that's not just the cottage. It's not somewhere I can access my computer. And that's the biggest thing for me because everything revolves around my computer. Uh, if I have easy access to it, I feel like I should be working. But in the backcountry, when I'm in the middle of nowhere and, you know, I'm on this canoe trip, I can't access these things. I can't do what I normally do. So I have to read. I have to entertain myself in other ways. I have to, um, uh, I have to go for hikes. I have to go wander around nature. And that's great. It's a, it's a separation. And because I also am not bombarded with notifications, I'm not bombarded with all this different stuff within our, in our day-to-day -day life. You know, news doesn't get to me. Nothing gets, literally nothing gets out there. So my brain is allowed to wander. My brain is allowed to take a rest. And I, I also know internally that I'm allowed to take a rest because I can't, I do not have the option to go sit at my computer. I do not have that option. So my body, everything, my brain, everything just goes, no, it's fine. You can sit here and read for four hours if you want, because you can't do anything else. It's okay. And that's one of the biggest things I disconnected from everything, from, uh, from all sorts of stimulation, you know, notifications, news, all that kind of stuff. And I disconnected from what I normally do. My routine was totally different. I, you know, sleep schedule, totally different. Like I really just, my life was totally different for about a week, um, in a different environment with different habits, with different everything. And it was really refreshing because of that, because I actually could step away. You know, as soon as that was happening and I was allowing myself to do that and my brain was shut off and my brain wasn't, didn't have to worry about it. I came up with so many ideas out there because I couldn't actually execute on them. I couldn't get distracted by them. If I wanted to look something up on Google, I wouldn't be able to instantly Google it and then, you know, go down a rabbit hole with it. I would literally have to write it down and go, I'm going to look this up when I get home, or here's an idea. Let me, you know, explore that idea when I get home. And that is where it really, you don't get distracted so fast. Your brain can still wander because you're only capturing the ideas that you're thinking of, not going down rabbit holes and getting taken away from that, uh, that, that brain capacity of just letting it wander.
you know, uh, as soon as you add something else in it, as soon as you are able to Google it, you are then down that rabbit hole. You're stimulated by whatever Google tells you and you go into that. Your brain stops wandering on what it was wandering on in the first place. Hopefully that makes sense. And, and you know, it's hard to describe because most people don't get that anymore. You you don't have that. It's really hard to, to set that aside. A lot of people can get it when they go on vacation if they don't want to pay for a cell phone plan. But nowadays with cell phones, you know, it's in our pocket and it's attached to the internet everywhere we go. So you can, you never have to think about that, but it's so refreshing to have to do that. I love going out for dinner with people and not allowing us to Google anything, just thinking of things and having a discussion about things like that. And basically that's what I was doing with myself and my brain was doing it to itself in the middle of the woods because that's all there was. So anyway, that is an activity that, that I did and that I uh, normally do every year for rejuvenation and for refreshment. I get so refreshed by doing this because there's something else to do. It's not like the, the, the other side of this. And a lot of people go, well, why don't you just go to the cottage and not bring your laptop? The problem is, is that I know I could have my laptop. I know I could be doing the thing that I do. And for me, that's a problem. If I know, well, you could be editing right now because you're here. Um, and you always edit here, you know, stuff like that, that drains me. And I start feeling like I'm being lazy. I start feeling like I'm not doing the things I could do. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting time. And that drains on me almost as much as just letting myself go to work. And that actually happened uh, a little bit before the canoe trip. I was really trying to take the weekend off. I didn't want to do anything. And so I was sitting there and all I wanted to do was go edit. I had some editing. I had some stuff to do. And I, I was like, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. We're taking two days off. And I felt so... I was so bummed out at the halfway through the day. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to do anything. All I wanted to do was go edit, but I knew I was trying to force myself to take a break, but it didn't work. I was more burnt out that day. The next day I said, you know what? Screw this. And I finally let myself when I was like, Oh, I feel like editing. I went and edited until I didn't want to edit anymore, which was like two hours or three hours later. And I felt so much better. And I took the rest of the day off and that was fine because I let myself do it because I knew it was there. So it wasn't a complete disconnect, but it was better than forcing myself to not do anything. So when I'm on a canoe trip, that is what happens is I allow myself to take that break. I allow myself to, uh, in, in ways that I can't control, allow myself that time off. So, you know, hopefully that makes sense. And, and hopefully that gets you thinking about what your refreshing activity is. How do you take a break? How do you actually take a break? Maybe that's going out with friends. Maybe that is, you know, planning a weekend away with your friends. And I know that that works for me as well. There's, I mean, there's tons of different things at work. Uh, it just happens to be that this time I was doing a canoe trip with my buddy, but doing those kind of things where you actually plan something else so that it's not, you, you don't feel like you're wasting time, but you're doing something else that that's not letting you focus on work. That's not letting you focus on whatever it is that's burning you out. And, you know, for me, obviously that can be tough because my day-to-day -day life, my, my work that I do every day and the thing that I do for fun are the same. <laughs> you know, my, my hobby is making music and I, I do that for my job as well. So it can get a little bit sticky there. Um, sometimes that it works better for some people because they have a day job as much as they want to get rid of the day job and just work on their hobby that they do at night. Sometimes that's what keeps you going is you actually have to take a break from your hobby to work on your day job. And then you have to take a, uh, a break from your day job to work on your hobby. And that's, 
that can sustain you for a while. That can help prolong some of that. You know, it's not all bad having that need or having that separation kind of forced on you. But that's kind of what some of these activities do by, by planning a weekend away with your friends, by planning certain activities or whatever it is, um, a road trip. Who knows? Because you can't work on a road trip uh, when you're in the car driving, <laughs> unless you have a Tesla. Um, you you are forced in a way. You you are tying your, your hands that you have to take a break. So hopefully this gets you thinking about what your thing would be and what gets you away long enough to actually have a meaningful break. The other part of that is taking a long enough meaningful break and then also extending it a little bit. So it's slightly uncomfortable. Um, you know, six days is a long time to go without anything. And even for me, by the end, I was like, oh my God, okay, I'm, I'm good. I love nature. I love this canoe trip thing. I love this, but I'm, I'm ready to go back to work. And I probably could have done that at day four. But by the fact that I, I was out there for two more days, it made me so much more excited to get back to work when I got home. The night I got home, I was exhausted from the trip. I, you know, it was a, it was busy. There was a lot of portaging, a lot of, it was physically exhausting, but I was so excited when I got home and I did so much work and I wrote down so many ideas in like an hour. I did more work than probably before this, when I was burning out more work than I would have done in a day before I did in about an hour because I was refreshed. I was excited. I was making decisions. I was moving forward. I was I just knew I was fired up again. Uh, I wasn't second guessing myself. I was all this kind of stuff. And I think that's part of it. That is part of what you need to do. So it was a slightly uncomfortable amount of time, not too uncomfortable where it like totally goes the bad direction, but slightly longer than you might think. Um, and it, and it, I believe it helps forcing yourself to take that break and forcing yourself to take that break for a little bit longer than you'd feel comfortable because most people say, yeah, I can take a day off then you maybe should take two days off. You know what I mean? That kind of like actually allow yourself to take two or three days off and, and plan things to keep yourself occupied during that time. I think that's, that's the, the best way. And if you can do it before you burn out, that's even better. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be implementing where I kind of work for six weeks and then take a week or two off work for six weeks, take a week or two off, um, in a certain, some kind of a capacity, but uh, enough that I, I kind of preempt this before, as I talked about my burnout episode uh, by, by doing things before it happens, by acting on this stuff before you get burnt out, you can prevent a lot and you can prevent the fact that I would need a month and a bit off. You know what I mean? Uh, that was a lot. Uh, and, but it was, it, it was needed to be excited about this again and to be excited about everything, frankly, not even work and not even what I'm doing here, but just everything. I just wasn't, I didn't want to talk to friends. I didn't want to go out. I didn't, it was in a, a point where that was a struggle in some ways. And that was too far. Um, and I let it get too far. And frankly, you know, I'm not an expert in this. Uh, I am an expert in this by the fact that I know what I'm talking about and I've been through it. I'm the same as everybody else where it sneaks up on you sometimes, you know? So that is, you know, find your refreshing activity is basically the point of this. And hopefully this gives you some ideas about why and what you're looking for in a refreshing activity that can refresh you, that can help you with your mental health, with your, with your creativity, because at the end of the day, this just fires up more creativity. I love being creative. I love sharing what I do, but it all comes down to being creative and coming up with ideas and executing on them. And if you can come up with ideas, but you are too burnt to actually execute on them, well, that's not any good either, right? So hopefully this helps you 
and you think of something that you maybe do already that you don't even realize it, but that now you understand this is why I like this. This is why it helps. Um, and maybe your life is more geared, geared towards that. I am a workaholic. I love working and that's where I kind of get, uh, it kind of, um, sometimes bites me a little bit because I don't notice it <laughs> creeping up on me because I love what I do and I love working and I think that, oh, I'm just tired today. It's fine. It'll, it'll go away, but it doesn't. And you know, that's an important thing. So this actually goes really, really well with uh, a book that I'm reading right now. I actually just finished it literally. And it's uh, called Effortless by Greg McEwen. And Greg McEwen is well known for his book, uh, Essentialism, uh, which I have not read actually, but I'm going to, it's on my list now because Effortless, which is his new book, uh, was really, really good. Um, a lot of it seemed like common sense in a way, but it was a really great reminder and it was a really great summarization of this kind of stuff. But there was one lesson in there that I I read the other day, right after I got back from my canoe trip, that was perfect for me to hear at the time. And a lot of this was a nice reminder for me. And especially right now, I picked the perfect time to read it because it was exactly when I needed to hear it most. And the re the lesson that it, it, it he has in here is um, slow and steady. Uh, I think his his phrasing is slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And and the point behind this is that if you work on something slowly, but surely you'll get to where you want to go and you won't be burnt out and you can keep it up consistently for longer. And if you just kind of get really excited about something and go full tilt towards it and, and work on it nonstop, you're going to burn yourself out way faster. And then you're not going to actually end up at the goal or at the end result that you want. It can be way harder. So he has a story in there about some Arctic explorers and I don't remember all the details, but basically there are two teams that were trying to get to the Arctic. Uh, this was the first time anybody had gotten to the Arctic, the, the South Pole or North Pole. Um, I think it was the South Pole that they were going towards. So would that be Antarctica? No. Anyway, whatever. They were going to one of the poles. <laughs> That's the point. And these were the first, but nobody had actually reached that before. And there were two teams from two different countries that started separately that just happened to be a few days apart. One team was being led by this guy and he would just, they would go, 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 go as far as they possibly could in one day. And then everybody would be exhausted and, and all this kind of stuff. And they would have to camp for a couple of days because of bad weather and everybody being exhausted. And then they would go, 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 go as much as possible. And, and this kind of thing. And then the, there was the other team, which the commander said, we're going to do uh, 20 miles a day. And they stopped at 20 miles a day. They would try and go 20 miles no further and no less. Uh, obviously, if weather stopped them completely, well, then they would have to change that. But the idea was, is that they would go 20 miles a day and that was it. And over time, they won the, the competition or the race, I guess you could call it, to get to this North South Pole, whatever thing. <laughs> this is, I really should have written down the uh, details of this story. But anyway, you get the point. They got there first and they turned around and they lost nobody. Nobody was exhausted. Uh, everybody was in good spirits. They, it was awesome. Uh, the other team, however, went to the, finally got there like a month or and a half after the other, the first team. And they, remember, they started like days apart, like literally two days apart or something. They got there after and they didn't all make it back. I think most of them died because they were exhausted and their bodies just couldn't do it anymore and all this kind of stuff because there was no, there was no structure to what they were doing. They didn't hold back. They just went as far as they could and, and just put themselves into exhaustion. So the, the point is, and the lesson for that is 
to not just go gung-ho to go as as much as you can to not burn yourself out and then have to recover the the slow and steady if you work on something for 20 minutes a day an hour a day and stop and not go i can go further and keep going because you're going to burn out you're going to that's going to add up over time it might not today it might not tomorrow but over time it's going to add up but if you stay consistent stay uh, par for the course you're going to last longer because you're spacing it out and you're staying that excitement is staying the energy is staying for whatever project or whatever thing you're doing is staying and it's going to sustain you much much longer at the beginning it's going to feel like you're not getting to where you want to go as fast as you could which is true but over time you are actually going to get to where you want to go you're not going to burn out before you get there you're not going to turn it decide oh this isn't worth it i don't like this i'm not enjoying this you're going to be able to sustain this longer so it's so important and i think that you know slow and steady is so so true you know sprinters or or marathon runners don't you know out of the gate sprint uh as fast as they can and then slowly slow down over the course of the race they start out at a pace they can keep going for the whole race um and you know they can go faster you you can see that they can go faster at the beginning but they can keep that up for the whole the whole marathon it, it's incredible frankly that they can pace themselves like that and it's it's really really cool but that's what you have to do with your own projects, with your own mind, with your own activities, make sure that you do that. And, um, that's one thing that I, I definitely want to do as well. And I'm saying it here to, I guess, hold myself accountable <laughs> is not to allow myself to get to that burnout stage, allow myself to take breaks when I need them, uh, better and be more aware of it. And, and this, this book really helped bring that to light. And also just some reflection. Obviously a lot of this came, you know, this idea came while I was on the canoe trip, uh, because of a lot of reflection, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of thinking about this kind of stuff. Why did I burn out? What can I do to help not do that again or not do it as often or not have it so severe that I need to take a month off? Cause I don't like doing that. I don't like leaving people hanging and I love what I do and I know I love what I do. So how can I make it more sustainable for longer? And I'm, I'm already pretty good at it, but obviously not good enough because it still hit a wall and I'm really bad at taking vacations because of course I work for myself. So my boss is a bit of a stickler, <laughs> me, um, at that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's where the trick lies is you're really bad at being your own boss. When you're your own boss, it's definitely tough. You are your worst own boss. So anyway, that is, uh, uh, just a bit of a lesson as well as finding what, what helps you. And this, this is, you know, I hope that this helped you find your activity or think about, or start to think about what is the activity that allows you to do what you need to do? What activity helps refresh you and step away from what you like doing? Because it, you need that. You need those breaks. You need something different. You need something that doesn't matter. That's not the hobby that you want to become a career. That's not your career. That's something totally different, but that actually fulfills you in a certain way. And there's a million different things and some activities that work for some people don't work for other people and work really well for different, you know, there's everybody's different and the way that this comes about and the, the ways that this helps you are different. But the idea is the same is that you need to work on being slow and steady, um, staying consistent and finding that way to refresh yourself and to figure what, uh, what that is and how it works for you. So that is it for this episode. I hope that helped. I hope that gave you something to think about and I'm really excited for what's to come. I'm really excited to be back. Uh, and we're yeah, full steam ahead. Well, 
slow and steady steam ahead as we've talked about (laughs) but lots of great stuff coming really excited and uh yeah i will see you in the next episode until then always be creating (laughs) 